0: you're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome to episode 297 of the Take Him With You podcast for December 7th, 2014. I'm Rick.
1: And I'm Amy.
0: And you know what?
2: What? It's the most spectacular time of the year. It's the most spectacular time of the year. When the board come attacking And Klingons are packing, and Romulans sneer. It's the most spectacular time of the year. It's the class, classiest series, you know. With those ships that are flying, and people all trying to boldly go. It's the class, classiest series. No. There'll be tricorders reading in tribbles of feeding, new life forms to see all the way. There'll be planets for searching and bridges a jerking as forces of come to play. It's the most spectacular time of the year. There'll be much to discover, an alien lover and blue looking beard. It's the most spectacular time of the year. There'll be tricorders reading and tribbles of feeding, new life forms to see on the way. There'll be planets for searching and bridges are jerking as forces unknown come to play. Come to play. It's the most spectacular time of the year. There'll be reruns for viewing, techno-babble spewing and big-pointy ears. It's the most spectacular time it's the most spectacular time it's the most spectacular time of the year
0: oh yeah right there
1: <laughs> you're funny
2: don't you think
1: i i was surprised at the song you picked out
2: <laughs> why <laughs>
1: I was just picturing something a little bit more traditionally Christmas. Oh,
0: yeah. Me and tradition, that works out pretty well, doesn't it?
1: Well, you sing traditional Christmas hymns today at church. Yeah?
0: Yeah, I do. That was kind of fun. We got to sing a bunch of Christmas songs today. I Mm -hmm. didn't expect that. It was nice. We
1: did all Christmas songs.
0: Yeah, it was great. But Mm -hmm. uh, you like that, uh, the Romulans and blue-looking beer. and That was pretty funny.
1: Okay, you're funny.
0: I get a kick out of my own stuff.
1: You do. Well,
0: that's about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else seems to No, I you know, remember we remember when our friend Rick Pete said that he oh, went yeah, to the yeah. Klingon Christmas Carol and and um at halftime he he called us halftime. Halftime. Intermission. Intermission. Um Sorry. he called us and said Hey, they're playing your miss music. That was nice. So. Speaking of
0: Rick, Pete, he just added a photo. Look at that right there. Oh,
1: that's funny. That's he just got f- how
0: you, here you're being. I hope your ears aren't burning, <laughs> Rick. He still listens to our podcast. We don't get to talk to him much because he's so busy. But uh, Yeah,
1: he's he's into running marathons now all <laughs> the time. Yeah, go run a
0: marathon. He's, he, he does. He seems
1: like he's either training for a marathon or running a marathon when yeah. he isn't working. So we yeah. don't hear much from him anymore. No, but he, but he
0: sure is a nice guy. Yeah. So, okay. So, Merry Christmas, everyone. It's getting to be that it's time. It's getting
1: to be that time. And I'm I'm feeling like we're getting stuff done, even in the midst of all the craziness. I got I got almost all of the Christmas presents. We bought them and wrapped them for all of our kids, except for one that hasn't gotten it here yet. Right. It's supposed to get here Tuesday, you think? Yeah. But I'll be out of town, but... Maybe Tuesday night I could I'll be here. It. Okay. You yeah. think you'll wrap it? You haven't wrapped any yet.
0: That's okay.
1: Usually you don't wrap many presents.
0: I like to wrap presents.
1: Yeah, you, like on the first day of Christmas, wrap. For, I don't know how to. No, wrap. I, I like, wrap <laughs>
0: this Christmas. Wrap this Christmas. That kind of thing. That yeah, I like that. I
1: just can't wrap. No,
2: drop the, drop the
0: present.
1: I'm just not a rapper. Mm. I mean, I rap presents, but I don't music.
0: My rest. wife's holding hostage my Romulan ornament that I want to put on my tree. It's
1: in here your It glows studio. green when you plug it in. Maybe, maybe it. Maybe it's a sign from heaven that you need to clean your studio. Maybe it's, it's a sign from somewhere.
0: heaven that you took it away from me. I won't, did. Don't want it on our tree.
1: Did you look in the box over there?
0: I was looking around in what box?
1: That box. Blue box, you have a bunch of you. You have all right. Just hold
0: on, everybody. I'm gonna look in the stuff. box while Amy talks to you. I don't believe her.
1: Our, well, okay. We did a we did a video shoot for a um president of the Farm Bureau, and he is a sci-fi fan. And so there's a box here in the studio of props that we took up to that, yeah, and it might have had that in it. Oh my gosh, here it is. Did you find it? Yeah. I knew it's in here. You just needed to clean the studio.
0: It was it was next to my Enterprise that I got from my friend Jeff. There it is right and there. It,
1: and it plugs into a, something? I
0: plug it into a, the Christmas lights just like that. And it glows green on the nacelles. Uh, it's a Romulan okay. ship. It's one of my favorite Romulan bird.
1: So now you can hang it on the Christmas tree because i remember last year you didn't want me to put it away you wanted it in your studio Uh so
0: well if i could figure out a way to get it to light up all year i would because it's cool you could all right after the podcast i'm going to plug this in okay kind of excited now
1: yeah yeah fun okay so what did you do this last week my dear well
0: just a minute i got a message my friend jeff jeff I'm recording, just a minute here, recording the podcast with Amy now. Podcast with Amy now can join you in a bit. How about seven my time? Oh, sorry, just taking care of business. I got to record the Sequest podcast tonight.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay,
0: so what did you ask me, dear?
1: Oh, I was just asking what you did this last week.
0: Oh, my gosh. I had so many things going on. I recorded uh, four songs. I did um, a bunch of stuff now. I did some photo shoots, a couple of different photo shoots. Um, What else? A bunch of different things. And did my radio programs and uh, lots of other things and uh, was very busy. Yeah. That's what I did.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm trying to think if there's anything fun that I did. I mean, all those were fun. Don't get me wrong. I did some website work. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Was there anything
0: else? Do you remember? You don't even remember well, what we did I last remember,
1: week. I remember, you know, last week we were planning on going out of town, and then we had a snowstorm up north where we were going to go, and the road got closed. So we, we talked about that already on our last um, show. So but yeah, it was nice that this week we got to go down to Raymond and we'll play a little clip of that later.
0: I did. I I wrote a a big story. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got most well the first part done.
1: The first part this week and we'll play that for you in a bit. Yeah. Um so yeah, my my week, um I did a few things around the house and and um I had work for a few days it put in a couple really long days of work and and um got some more treatments on my my leg that has been helpful even though you know it kind of felt weird for a couple days but yeah. I'm feeling I'm able to walk better which I'm thankful for um so yeah and that brought us up to what did we do we had a busy day yesterday we did it we were gone A lot yesterday. Oh, we had a photo shoot yesterday. Um, We weren't
0: gone all day yesterday.
1: Oh, it seemed like. Oh no, because I got home and did three loads of laundry and two loads in the dishwasher and (laughs) trying to get. How come you put the laundry
0: in the dishwasher? That's really odd. No,
1: I did two dish loads of dishes in the dishwasher and three loads of laundry in the washing machine and dryer. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, just no. We were home for quite a bit yesterday, a part, and I I got a
0: bunch a of my story written, and yeah, worked on um, some other things oh, some of the photo shoot uh, pictures. Got those done, and I also had oh, uh, and
1: I wrapped a gazillion. Well, yeah, that's right. I you did. A bunch you wrapped a gazillion packages. got well, a gazillion.
0: Gazillion, because yeah. we're rich.
1: Well, no, but we got <laughs> we got the kids. We we have a certain money amount that we set for. For all of our kids yeah and it hasn't changed
0: much with inflation but we have more kids now
1: yeah we have five kids now that we have two daughter-in-laws so um it has our our christmas budget has gone up but um we pretty much just buy for our kids and our parents, and, and our
0: goal and our goal is not to go into debt for any of the the gifts yeah. usually every year. So. so,
1: but we got some good deals online, and yeah. um, I've got most of them wrapped, just waiting for one more. So that was an accomplishment.
0: I did get a present for my son that I really want.
1: Yeah, I should
0: have just ordered two of them, but I didn't. You, I really don't have any place for it. So there was so no reason for me want to get me it. to
1: order one for you.
0: Well, I mean if I did it would be in your car and you wouldn't like it.
1: It'd be in the way.
0: Well, I don't know. It would talk to you and stuff, but I don't think you would like it.
1: No, I wouldn't. I don't no. like any of that stuff on my car. I phone. can't
0: say what it is cuz well, I don't think our son listens to our podcast, but I don't want to give it away.
1: Yeah, after Christmas we Yeah, can say. I can
0: share. It's a very geeky gift.
1: Mhm. It, it's funny because our oldest son is is a lot like his dad. He's musical. He's really techy. He has a he has a job in the tech field, like Rick, with a media company. But um, he works for a bank. He works for the bank. He's the head. Uh, he's the IT supervisor, and so um he keeps the computers running and updated in twenty two different banks and administrative buildings. So yeah,
2: he's, he's busy. pretty
1: busy. Um, so it was funny because when all of his all of his gifts are totally geeky, all well, of them well, yeah. yeah, so you know, but you just kind of find things that you would like, and you know he would like them well sometimes yeah. I try
0: to think think of unique and cool things, yeah, for all of our kids, yeah,
1: yeah. I usually think that a lot of times my daughter in law he married he married someone similar to me, kind of artistic and garden you know likes plants and kind of earthy and so um I usually will pick her gifts <laughs> because I try to get things that you know yeah I always help with that Yeah but they're not as she's not as techy like like me she's more into arts and gardens and crafts And, and
0: then I my daughter-in-law mm-hmm. is just a lot like me the other daughter the other d- daughter-in-law so I know whatever I would like she would like too but Sometimes I have to be careful because we could enable each other in areas of like chocolate and stuff. Mhm. Yeah, like Samoan uh cookies. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. So, but we we had fun we we had fun doing our little online shopping together. Yeah, we don't like going to stores. I'm okay, sorry. I love
0: going to stores. Okay, I don't like. I've going been to so stores. busy though, and I got mad at Walmart this year. I'm just being be honest. Because they opened on
1: Thanksgiving. They
0: opened on Thanksgiving, and I thought that was not very cool. And then, on top of that, I just sometimes I just think you know, I working at a local ra- radio station here in town, and also um, having my own small business. Sometimes it's difficult when you see these big corporations. They they undercut everything. I mean and I then, can't do the same don't. type of stuff that Walmart can in their media thing because I'm not a big huge corporation. So it costs me more to do things than it does for them. And so, mm-hmm. you know, people will get their stuff done or do things through Walmart or through these big companies mm-hmm. rather than come to the small business. Of course they get a generic product. I mean, with me they get a, you know, really nice product guaranteed product and it's really cool and everything but it's just hard when people undercut you and so it made me just a little sad because i know a lot of our advertisers on the radio station are small businesses and they are really cool people trying to make ends meet and trying to offer a great customer service and everything and then you know they get pushed under the rug because of these big deals and everything people are like blotto to get this great deal and unfortunately it just you know to me it's kind of sad it messes things up. Even though I have to admit, it's nice to have a place where you can buy things that don't cost as much. But still, it just kind of makes me sad sometimes. That's all. Okay. How's that rant over?
1: Okay, let's get off the rant. Um, and... you don't you don't
0: even say anything about it. You're just being quiet.
1: Oh well, I understand.
0: Nothing against the employees at Walmart. We have good friends that oh, work yeah. there, and we lots love of, them.
1: Lots of friends that it's work. It's the at big Walmart. corporation
0: part of it that upsets me.
1: Well, I just. Sometimes wish that they would pay people a little bit more and well, better just, benefits. it's
0: the treatment stuff. of people in general. I think people need to be treated well and, and we need to love people and care about them. And sometimes, well, there's no reason that they could were open on Thanksgiving other than greed. Yeah. And so to me that's sad.
1: Hopefully they'll be closed on Christmas at least.
0: Who knows? They'll probably yeah. start their back to whatever they're at on Christmas evening or something. I
1: don't know. I hope not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so, off off my soapbox now. Yeah. On to bigger and better things. Yeah, so you're yawning.
1: I am. We. need to be so tired. We've been so busy. So after we ha- we went down to Raymond for for church today. Made me and, yawn. And then afterwards, you had another photo. Another shoot. photo
0: shoot for a senior.
1: And we came home, and I was so cold because I stood outside graduating the senior. whole time. <laughs> Someone was getting. Their, you know their pictures taken I was standing outside with his mom and
0: you're mumbling
1: uh, okay so I got I got home and it was like ice so I ice got, ice baby so I got a um, electric blanket on me and yeah. <laughs> tried to warm up while you got ready to do the podcast yeah um so that's where we are here and um we wanted to play you a little excerpt of the, a
0: little excerpt? No, we're going to play you the first part of a three-part part, story yeah. called
1: oh, "Stabilized." Stabilized, yeah. And Rick no, it's
0: really not cool. a sci-fi thing, even though I could write a really cool sci-fi one. This one is—is is, uh, I think all of our listeners will enjoy this.
1: <laughs> You've done a sci-fi Easter one before. I so. have, and
0: I—you know—I should do a sci-fi Christmas one. I probably will. Maybe. That'd be cool. Yeah.
1: So you're going to play that? Oh,
0: well, let me set it up. Okay. okay. So uh, years ago, I wrote a play um, called uh, The Inn...
1: The Innkeeper.
0: The Innkeeper. And uh, I, I. this is not that particular show, but um, I really was fascinated by the whole Christmas story and the, how there was no room in the inn for Jesus... Ah, uh, to be born, um and the and Joseph and Mary didn't have anywhere to sleep, and they had to go back to Bethlehem for the census and all that jazz, and they didn't have any room in the inn. Well, we don't know from the biblical account, we don't know a huge amount. We just know that there was no room where they were gonna stay, right? Yeah, and we know that they put them out in the barn.
1: The stable
0: or the, cave. Or something. Right, the yeah. stable. And they, they know that they, you know, we know that from the biblical story. And then we know that Mary gave birth and had a baby boy named Jesus, who she wrapped in swaddling clothes, clothes and laid in the manger. Mm-hmm. So, and then from there, you know, we know that the shepherds out in the fields saw angelic visitation. You know, mm-hmm. angels showed up in the sky and proclaimed the birth of the Savior. That was born in the city of David, and so a lot of shepherds ran into town to see what the angels were declaring, Mm -hmm. and found this baby in a manger, and it was a big to-do in Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's what we know biblically, Mm -hmm. but I always, I'm always thinking about. I wonder what it was like for all these people, like
1: this, those people around. How did they react? Right, and
0: so I wrote a new thing this Christmas season. Um, I wrote a play or a skit or whatever, a story called Stabilized. And it's all about a young man named Alexander who has come back to Bethlehem to uh, be counted in the census. Mm -hmm. And when he comes into town, the innkeeper, who has had a huge increase in business, is looking for someone to help him because he's too busy. And so he finds Alexander and invites him to come work for him. And, you know, the, um, the young man... Thinks that he's going to be doing something different than what he gets hired for, and so we've we've catch it that that's the 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 first part of the story is all about him being hired and so on and so forth, and some of the people that he meets on the way to the inn, and then of course next week we'll play the second part where uh, something interesting things happen I won't say, and then the third part will be right around Christmas time, and then to culminate the whole thing, I'm actually doing a live um, show. On Christmas Eve at the at the church that we're at, uh, I'm gonna dress up as the innkeeper, and do a monologue. And then we've um, we're hoping to have a special uh, musician come and sing a song that I wrote years ago, that go goes right along with the with the concept and the thing that we're talking about. So, and and I call it stabilized. And of course, people think, well, what do you mean by stabilized? Well, I I mean that um, this this kid sees things differently because he sees he sees things through what happened in the stable versus what, mm-hmm. yeah. So stabilized, get it? I got it. Got it. Yeah. But I'm bump. Okay. It's not it. Well, it is a little bit of a comedy, but not much.
1: No, it. But it's more of a. It's more of a drama. Yeah. But and
0: I get to talk like this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let everyone listen to it, and then you don't I have can... any comments on it. I well, I, I have... guess you can come out at the yeah, end. Yeah, at the talk end. But it. everyone, I went. Afterwards, when we're driving home, you asked me how I liked it. I go, well, to me... a good story is good when I am able to, like, picture the whole thing in my head as it's mm-hmm. going on. And, and I said, and I did that with the story you did today. And I think everybody else did, too. Because you'll hear at the end that they were all mad that you stopped.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what? I did a cliffhanger on purpose. <laughs> it's a three-part story on so purpose. You'll
1: have to tune back in the next two weeks to listen to the other parts.
0: So. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we're we're going to go ahead and play the first part of the story that I narrated. And then we'll be back at the end to close things up and uh, talk about next week and say Merry Christmas. So here you go. This is called Stabilized, uh, a little program that I did, a story I wrote um, for this podcast and for uh, the church that we're pastoring.
2: My name is Menachem. Try saying that fast.
0: I own an establishment, an inn over in Bethlehem. And boy, are we busy. The government has called for a census and all the people
2: are to come to the place of their birth to be counted. Oy, fey. That's a lot of people. So, I am in need of some help.
0: I am too busy to keep up with all the demands of my increased business. My wife says, I need to hire someone to help us. That is why I'm here today. Hoping to catch a glimpse of a healthy, young, strong man. With a strong back that can help me. Menachem stood by the gate and he watched the mass of people coming through. The animals were crowded in amongst them as well. Donkeys, sheep, camels, and the like. And they were making even louder, joining into a cacophony of sound. To his left, a commotion out of the ordinary was taking place. One of the camels was not happy about something and the owner was whipping him with a long leather crop it spit at its captor and growled and hissed loudly. The owner rose up and was about to bring down the lash when a young man got between him and the camel. He put his hands out and motioned to the master to put the whip down. He turned on his heels and faced the mad animal, and with low, docile tones, he spoke to the camel. The camel calmed right down and looked peacefully into the boy's eyes. The young man nuzzled the camel and whispered something in his ear. He patted the camel's neck, turned his head, and held his nose. <laughs> and then spoke with the animal's owner. The owner laughed and shook his hand. He even offered him some money, but the boy refused. Menachem made his way towards the young man and caught him by the shoulder. Young man, young man, you have a way with animals. The boy looked at him for a moment. Thanks, but no thanks. But you don't even know what I was going to ask you. That's okay, no. I won't help you buy a camel. That is not what I wanted, young man. Do you have a place of employment? Uh, no, it's one of my problems, an ongoing problem. (laughs) Well, then God has smiled upon you, my friend. For today, I need help at my inn. At your inn? At my inn. And there isn't much time. We are very busy, as you can see. There are so many people. Do you want the job or not? The young man thought for a moment. His normal chores back at home were simply to tend to the animals. A boring dead-end job. Perhaps this was his chance. He'd always wanted to do more than tend the animals, and at the end, he could carry people's bags, bring people food, and most especially make tips. He could make connections. This could be. His big break. Maybe he could get out of this dull life of shoveling animal manure and really make a difference. Menachem handed the boy a bag of coins. If you accept, this is your first week of wages in advance. The boy looked at Menachem. He seemed like a nice old man, and he was offering him a good wage. You don't really know me. It is okay. My heart tells me you are the one. And it needs to be someone that seems that my senses tell me is right. And that is you. A blessing from the Lord. Okay. I'll take it. I just hope I can do all you need me to do. Ah, yes, you will be perfect. Oh, by the way, what is your name? I'm Alexander. Pleased to meet you, sir. Pleased to meet you too, my young man. I am Menachem. Let us go quickly. Both men started walking towards the inn, making their way through the crowded street. It wasn't long before they had come down the hill and saw the inn at the base of the rocks. It wasn't very big, but it was nice. There was a line of people stretched down the street. The innkeeper explained to Alex that he had only had so much room and that things were filling up fast. Alex started dreaming of the tips that he would make. Look at all these weary travelers. Towards the back of the long line was a donkey with a pregnant woman riding. The husband was attempting to get the donkey to move forward to take up slack in the line that had moved ever so slightly forward. The donkey was standing its ground. The husband was pulling on the rope and started to raise his voice. Come on, you stubborn oaf, move! The donkey stared back at him as if to say, no. (laughs) The frustration on the man's face was evident. He blushed as he apologized to his very pregnant wife. Alexander moved over towards the couple and introduced himself. The man tried to let out a small smile, but he could not. I am Joseph, and my donkey is stubborn. Yes, I noticed that. He doesn't seem to be moving. No, he is not. I do not have time for this. Mary needs a place to rest. Our child is almost here. Yes, your wife looks very ready to be done traveling Alexander smiled, bent down, and whispered in the donkey's ear. The donkey's ears stood up immediately. He began to move forward. Joseph looked at Alexander with amazement and asked, What did you say to him? Well, if I told you that, well, I wouldn't be a miracle worker, would I? I'm I'm just here to serve. Well, thank you, young man. We greatly appreciate it. We're tired. Anytime, sir, look me up when you get checked in. I'm here to serve. Little did Alexander know, but he would be called on, but not in the place that he expected. Menachem smiled at the boy and motioned for him to follow. When they arrived in the lobby, it was full of people registering. It was loud and uncomfortable. The innkeeper's wife looked up from the desk, frustrated. Is
2: this the stable boy?
0: she asked. Alexander panicked in his head. Stable boy? Wait a minute. No,
2: no, this wasn't what he expected.
0: Menachem shouted back at her. This is him, my dear. His name is Alexander, and he is a godsend. Alexander's head bowed, and he shook it slightly. The last thing he wanted to do was take care of animals in a stable. All of the customer's animals, the smell, the shoveling. That was not what he had bargained for he'd assume that he would be doing something more important. Come with me, young man. I need to show you where you will be working. As he walked out of the back door towards the stable carved into the hillside, all hopes of his fortune dwindled. He might as well face it. He was destined for a mundane life of going through the motions, putting up with what he could get. Over here Alexander. For the next few weeks, this will be your world. <laughs> Welcome to our stable. He opened the large wooden gate and stepped into a small stable with many stalls lining the back wall. There was a feeding trough that ran through the center of the stable with a large cow chewing its cud in the middle. Some sheep and a couple of donkeys were in a pen to the right and a few horses were stabled in the stalls. Three large water buckets sat next to the front of the trough and there was a small wooden chair with a dog sleeping next to it. That is Whiskers. He is a good dog. And he's good with the animals. He will help you. Well, I expect the animals to be fed twice a day. You will find their food here. He motioned to a storage room with grain and hay. You have a way with animals, my son. They listen to you. That is a gift. Alexander mumbled under his breath. Some gift. Anyone can take care of animals, he thought. I'm not that special. I don't want or need this gift. The young man didn't receive one word, Menachem said. The innkeeper patted the boys back and thanked him again. You have been sent to me by God. If you need anything, I will be in the office helping register the guests. Any questions? Alex felt his stomach tighten. He wanted to run away from this place. A nowhere dead-end job in a smelly stable. Why did this always happen to him? He never seemed to catch a break. He felt like he was destined to live a mundane life. No adventure, no purpose. Just a normal, everyday, boring life. You know, he had stopped looking for the good anymore. He had given up. He was so focused on how bad things were in his life that he wasn't even grateful that a job found him today. As the old man hobbled off to the inn, Alex sat down and scratched Whiskers' ears. The dog looked up at him with a look of comfort. Well, boy, here I am again. Hey, enjoy this while you can. First chance I get, I'm out of here. Why in the world would the innkeeper call him a gift from God? He was far from anyone's gift, so he thought. He was a boring stable boy with nothing to offer. This talk of destiny was foolishness. If he were to have any sort of destiny, he was going to have to make it for himself. He would wait a few hours and then sneak out while the innkeeper was sleeping. He had a bag full of coins, and he was pretty sure he could get out unnoticed later on. It was time that he made a life for himself, He would take his life into his own hands, and no one would tell him what to do anymore. I mean, it worked before kind of okay. He certainly wouldn't be shoveling out any more stalls. The day stretched on. Feeding time was upon him. He fed the animals, talked to them in his famous docile tones, and immediately they all settled in and fell asleep. From time to time, the cow would moo, the sheep would bleed, a horse would whinny. But Alex, he gazed up at the stars. If only his life had purpose. He was quiet. And as he gazed into the blackening sky, he noticed an odd star above him. It glowed more brightly than any of the others, Now, he had spent a lot of time gazing at the night sky. And to his recollection, recollection, this star had not been there in months past. His mind filled with wonder as he pondered the sign. Another few moments, and he would try for his escape. But gazing up like this, well, it relaxed him. The night sky was very pretty here in Bethlehem. And this new star had made it even more fascinating. Alex stretched out on the hay. And before he knew it, he fell fast asleep.
2: "'Alexander! Alexander!'
0: The innkeeper's voice boomed to startle the young man awake. "'Come here, young man! You are in need!' Well, hope you enjoyed part one this morning. (laughs) There you go. She's looking on Facebook.
1: Well, you know, I already heard it the first time.
0: Oh, so. uh, yeah, right. Yeah,
2: I
1: yeah, actually heard it a couple times, kind of, because you read part of it for me before. but yeah. it, it was So, did you good. like that? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. So, hopefully everybody else likes it, and we'll come back and listen for the next couple weeks. And then I think I'm planning some special things, if it'll work out for our 300th episode.
0: Well, we'll see.
1: I'm working on it. I'm going to try to make it extra special. We'll
0: see. 300 episodes coming up. Can you believe that? 300 episodes of the Taken With You podcast. Yeah. Who would have ever thought?
1: And that's with us missing a couple this last year just because we were so busy. (laughs) Life
0: has gone crazy. But,
1: you know, that happens. Some people only put out a podcast like once a month.
0: Yeah.
1: And we do one once a week. But not us. Usually we do one once a week. Yeah. There was a time when you first started that you did two podcasts for Taken with You a week. And well, I, I did a midweek booster. I but think they're still in our news, in our feed. If in our
0: feed. Yeah. You can go back and listen to, in our archives, you can listen to all the episodes from number one. Yeah. I don't recommend it, but you could. <laughs> you could.
1: Our equipment wasn't very good. <laughs> no. But, you know, it was a beginning and um, it's kind of fun probably to... I haven't gone back and listened to all of them. but.
0: So, anything particularly exciting that you're going to cook for Christmas this year? Any, any holiday goodies that you like?
1: That, that I like?
0: What's your favorite?
1: Uh, well, I try not to think about holiday goodies because I'm trying not to eat a lot of sugar and stuff. So, um, I think I may make um, one batch of gluten free um spice cookies like the molasses cookies all right um, lots of ginger and cinnamon and good stuff in them
2: there you
1: go um i might make one batch of those because i know my daughter-in-law is like me she doesn't eat wheat so that she enjoyed that last year i did that last year i'm not sure if i'm gonna make bread this year or not um i'll think about it i usually make swedish braided bread is there any cookies? I noted that you noticed that you bought some stuff to make fudge. You'd like to make homemade fudge.
0: Yeah, that's not the greatest for us, but I don't make a lot. Mm-hmm. But I do like fudge, and I also like um, those spritz cookies or cutout cookies are my favorite. But they're a mess. They're
1: a hassle, and we don't. But I do have, have
0: enterprise. Kids. I do have Star Trek cookie cutters, mm. and that makes it better.
1: You think so I yeah. just I don't like the mess it makes to do the cutout cookies either to make the cookies themselves or the decorating makes a lot of mess I yeah. think so yeah they're not my favorite. I like the ginger um cookies that I make with molasses and ginger because they don't they make a small batch just like a couple dozen and they so it's only like one or two cookie trays and you're done you can put it away, yeah. <laughs> I'm no fun, am I? Well, you know, I did a lot more baking when the kids were little because, you know, I had little kids and tried to keep some family traditions around, but they really don't care anymore, I don't think.
0: I don't know if they do or not. I don't know. They They're...
1: can bake their own cookies. They're grown-ups Yeah, ups now. and they
0: do. And yeah, they do.
1: My When I was a kid, though, my grandma would start uh, several weeks before Christmas.
0: Would she freeze them?
1: And, no, she put them in tins. She made... Um, all kinds of Scandinavian cookies, and she would bring like six tins worth of six big tins of krumkaka, caca, Sunbuckles, belina, bolina Konsors. I can't say that name. They all sound um, like
0: aliens from Star Trek.
1: <laughs> well, or they, fr- or
0: monsters from Buffy or something. Oh, or uh, no, and
1: cream wafer. No, they
0: sound favorite. like um, Vessen from from uh, Grimm.
1: I'd be really tempted to make cream wafers. Those are some of my favorite. And the kids really love the cream wafers, too.
0: Yeah, I didn't really. I'm not a real fan of the cream wafers. I think, wafers.
1: Andrew, if I make
0: Probably cream because wafers. I never got any because you guys <laughs> ate them all.
1: I try to hide them. Yeah. <laughs> they take a long time to make, and, and then they're really bad for you. There's yeah. lots of cream and sugar in them.
0: Well, I butter. guess I guess what it's fun to have tradition and everything, but we want to just make sure that everybody understands the – we really love the Christmas season for the the reason for the season, and that is that um, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That uh, whoever so whoever would believe in this this Son of God would not perish but have everlasting life. That's cool. Yeah. Best gift you could ever get.
1: Yeah, and you know the other stuff is just kind of frosting on the holiday. I like
0: frosting.
1: Yeah. Of, those things are fun that we do with our families, and you know the cocoa and the marshmallows and the the caroling and all that that's fun stuff, but it's it's really about worshiping God and loving God and loving each other,
0: yeah, <laughs> did we have we used to have a neighbor named Carol Ling?
1: I don't think so, oh okay, you're funny,
0: yeah. So, All right. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us for the Taken With You podcast. We hope you enjoyed the message today or the story, the message in the story. Part two will be out next week, and we will talk about that. Next week is called, uh, Hey, Move Your Cow.
1: Okay. So we'd love to hear from you. We um, would. This um, You can get a hold of us at, Rick at With you dot com or you.com.
0: That's our emails.
1: You can also get a hold of us on Facebook. Yep. Facebook.com forward slash Moyer or Facebook.com forward slash Amy.Moyer.
0: Speaking of dots, you know what I had today? I had a gumdrop cookie for the first time in years.
1: Oh, my mom used to make those all yeah. the they, time. they had
0: some at church day. I only had one little one.
1: Well, I believe that recipe is in the Baptist church
0: cookbook. I just hadn't had one in yeah. a long time and I could chew it. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. I
1: like. I don't really like the gumdrops in them, but I like the oatmeal cookie part. But yeah, I, do I didn't like that eat too. any. Yeah. I behaved myself. I didn't yeah. eat any cookies. Today.
0: If you'd like to contribute to the podcast, we would be so blessed if you would want to do that. All you have to do is uh, get on PayPal and give a donation to Rick at Take Him With You dot com. That's the name of our PayPal address. Or you can go to our website, and click on the PayPal button, and it, you can donate to the cast, and we appreciate that. And um, we've got. Um, A few people that uh, give every month to the cast, and we want to say thank you for that. That's very kind of you. Uh, What a blessing it is. And uh, we just funnel the money right into our budget and keep going. So it's wonderful. So thank you. And if you get something out of the podcast and you feel like helping, we could use the help. So that would be awesome. Thank you.
1: So hopefully we'll see you next week and maybe hear from you in between. And I'm going to
0: play the Little Drummer Boy song.
1: Okay, I'll close it out, and you can play that. Okay, that the one, one
0: that I, I did, yeah.
1: Okay. All right. So this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2014, all rights reserved.
0: Okay, here's a, a little song that I put together, Little Drummer Boy, a little bit different take on it.
2: Come, They told me, pa-ru-pa-pum-pum A newborn king to see, pa-ru-pa-pum-pum Our finest gifts we bring, pa-ru-pa-pum-pum To lay before the king, pa-ru-pa-pum-pum pum 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 That's fit to give our king Rumpa rum-pa-bum bum, rum-pa-bum-bum, rum a bum bum Shall I play for you, Bo rumpa-bum?